Hello, I am Brother Chris and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, God knows the plan he has for you. Based on our reading of Jeremiah chapter 25 and verse 11, let us hear the word of the Lord, what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of scripture. For I know the thoughts that I have towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. As joint heirs to the kingdom of God, it is so refreshing to know that God has special plans for us. As children of the Heavenly Father, it is such a good thing to know that God's plan for us includes peace. It is so refreshing to know that those of us who have surrendered our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit will be spared from evil because the plans that God has for us never include anything that is evil. The same words that God spent to his people, sent to his people in Jeremiah chapter 25 verse 11 can apply to those of us who have decided to follow Jesus all the way. Let us take a few minutes to examine carefully what the Lord was saying to the children of Israel who were captives in Babylon and by extension all of us. Using the King James Version, the word of the Lord said, For I know the thoughts that I have towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. The New Living Translation says, For I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, they are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and the hope. Here we see that God wants to give us something good at the end of the day. There are some of us who believe that the good that God wants to give to us includes a husband, a wife, a first class honors degree, that Mercedes Benz that we have been desiring from a teenager, the high profile job, the dream house, etc., etc. There are many of us who seem to focus our attention on earthly things and believe that the plans that God has for us include some of these things. While some of these things may add to our lives here on earth, the Bible reminds us in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 10 of the following, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the element shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burnt up. End of quote. At the second coming of Jesus, all of these things will be destroyed. You see, my friend, none of these things have any eternal value. They are just treasures that can be stored only on this earth. God is interested in giving us a future that is built on the solid rock, Christ Jesus. Do you remember what Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3? And I quote, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Here we see Jesus clearly stating that what God wants to give to us is a mansion in heaven. 
Jesus is now in heaven interceding on our behalf around the throne. His work does not focus on giving us the things of this world. His work focuses on ensuring that our stony heart is removed and replaced with a heart of flesh. He is interested in ensuring that we lay up treasures in heaven where thieves cannot break through and steal. God wants us to focus our attention on those things which are of eternal weight of glory. I'm not sure how many of us realize that the only thing that God really wants to give to us is eternal life. All the other earthly things that we give or that He gives to us have been given so that it can contribute to us receiving eternal life. This is the extent this is the extent and the end that Jeremiah was talking about in this passage of scripture. Matthew Henry in his commentary on this text says the following, and I quote, I know the thoughts that I think about you. Known unto God are all his works, for known unto him are all the thoughts, and his works agree exactly with his thoughts. He does all according to the counsel of his will. We often do not know our own thoughts, nor know our own mind, but God is never at any uncertainty within himself. We are sometimes ready to fear that God's designs concerning us are all against us, but he knows the contrary concerning his own people, that they are thoughts of good and not of evil. Even that which is seen evil is designed for good. His thoughts are all working towards the expected end, which he will give in due time. The end they expect will come, though perhaps not when they expect it. Let them have patience till the fruit is ripe, and then they shall have it. He will give them an end, an expectation, so it is in the original end of quote. I pray that we will continue to trust in the Lord and wait patiently upon Him until He gives us our expected end. Only those who surrender every single year of their lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit will rest and be patient until God gives to them their expected end, which includes eternal life. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your blessing and we thank you for this powerful word, a reminder that you have special plans for us, special thoughts for us to give us the expected end. That expected end is eternal life. Help us to hold on, to never doubt you, we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.